Uh, so yeah, my name is Corey Harris. Uh, this is my kinesiology final project. I'm with uh, my emergency care uh, professor. His name is Professor Gately. Uh, so I just want to ask you a few uh, questions. Uh, but before that, it's October 18th, 2018. Um, so I just wanted to, the first question I wanted to ask you is like the career title. What, what is your uh, career title? So I'm a physical therapist and uh, a certified athletic trainer. Oh, okay. And uh, so what, what's your education from that? I have a bachelor's degree from Cal Poly Pomona, a master's degree from Oregon State University, and um, a doctorate from Azusa Pacific, in, specifically in physical therapy. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, so, uh, so following that, um, what are your certifications from those uh, areas of your life? So I'm a licensed physical therapist through the state of California, uh, Oregon, and Colorado. So I'm licensed in three different states. Um, I'm a certified athletic trainer. Um, I'm a certified strength conditioning specialist, a performance enhancement specialist, and a corrective exercise specialist through NASM. Um, then I have other certifications. I'm a grassland technique provider. I'm what's called a rock doc through rock, uh, rock tape. Um, I'm a de uh, developmental neuromuscular stabilization um, uh, practitioner through uh, the Prog School of DNS. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, and you're, so from all those, what are your like sp uh, special areas of interest? Um, as far as the, the physical therapy side of it, um, the shoulders, uh, uh, ankle, foot and ankle, and um, pelvis are kind of my specialties. Okay. Okay, cool. And uh, so the next question I want to ask you, was there uh, previous work in the field before being a professor? Mm -hmm. uh, I worked um, as a, well, I worked in retail, like I think everybody starts in retail. Um, and then I worked as a physical therapy aide for three years while I was in uh, my undergrad. I graduated and I went to Oregon State University as a graduate assistant. Um, so I was um, uh, there for two years, worked with the men's soccer team and basically whatever sports, so football, if they had a home game or something like that. I uh, came back down here to APU, uh, worked for four years as the associate athletic trainer. So I worked with men's women's basketball and then eventually with football and track. And then went back to PT school um, uh, here. And um, during that time, I was working with Santa Ana College with their fire technology program. Um, so I was working with uh, uh, firefighters, police officers um, at their stations um, as an athletic trainer. So doing rehab on them, doing lectures on like healthy back, healthy knees, stuff like that. Um, and then I've also worked with Motor Racing Outreach, which is a, a private Christian um, outreach organization uh, where they used to go to, like NASCAR was our biggest one. They would do sermons, uh, chapels uh, uh, on Sunday for all the drivers, pit crews, owners, whoever wanted to attend. So I did sports medicine for them as well. So these all things were kind of concurrent, um, um, multiple jobs, like multiple part-time jobs while I was in PT school. And then I worked for the last nine years at uh, Casa Kalina as the director of sports medicine. Um, I've actually been teaching here adjunct since 03. Um, and I taught at University of Laverne for two and a half years. Uh, I think it was, oh, no, excuse me, it was, no. It was 2013, 2015, um, as well as a class here in there, Concordia University, Mount okay. Sac. Like that. So a lot, of, a lot of little experience here and there. A lot of experience. <laughs> so, uh, so this is a personal question for me. Mm -hmm. So do you have any general advice? Uh, this question said general advice for college freshmen, but I'm a transfer student. I'm mm -hmm. actually a transfer junior here. Um, so 
Uh, do you have any advice for me because I, I'm new to APU? Um, I like I like being I don't know, I'm a little bit focusing on it, like the nutrition side and like um, I'm a kinesiology major of course so I want to like um, down the road I want to get like my certification for um, like for training mm-hmm. and uh, I'm still like in between what I want to do in life okay. um, but I do like the nutrition part of it uh, but I, I also like knowledge I like learning I like being the one to say like oh so this is how you do it or um, being just knowledgeable about how to work out, how to do it. So, like, yeah. um, do you have any advice for me being, like, new here? Um, I'd probably say more than anything else, just get get your experience. Um, don't be afraid to step outside of the box and ask questions. Um, do things that are a little outside of your comfort zone because that's going to make you find out if it maybe is actually in your comfort zone. Um, on the nutritional aspect, um, like, if you work with athletes, um, you know, really get um, involved with working directly with athletes and not just getting the book knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes it's hard to present that to somebody. Like, you you know in your head that it's the right thing, and then but then you tell them, and they're like, yeah, whatever, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, because, so if you can, if you can back it up with, you know, this is what you need, you know, for your energy systems, for the, the sport that you do, and, you know, and, and if you think you can cut carbs and run, uh, a marathon that's not going to happen and this is why and you know so it's like it's not just telling them what to eat and what not to eat it's it's telling them why it's important for their sport uh, for what they do activity wise um, just like you with lifting to convince a cross-country person to come in and use the weight room for strengthening they go well but I run I want to get better at running by running and you go yeah but sometimes you gotta run up a hill and it takes strength to be able to do that you can have the best cardio in the world but if your glutes or your hamstrings or your quads are weak you're not gonna make it up that hill very easy. So you have to kind of be able to relate to what they're doing athletically to convince them that they need to use your services and let's follow your advice and stuff like that. So getting the more kind of um, patient experience you can get, the, the better. Um, I know some people that are very, very good book knowledge wise but don't know how to talk to people. And I know people that are terrible book knowledge wise but can talk to people. And then you can see where their career paths go. Yeah. The person that can talk to people but has no clue what they're talking about actually does very well. <laughs> and vice versa, the person yeah. that's you know a total book nerd like knows everything but doesn't know how to talk to people, you know they might not be as successful. So um, get good experience, get your knowledge base, and you got to know what you're talking about. But at the same time, you got to be able to pres- present it to people. That's okay. Thank you. Uh, and uh, so for. The next question, um, well, you basically already talked about it, but like advice related to being a, a kinesiology major, mm-hmm. um, you were, you know, saying like yes, um, this is another way to being book smart, but you actually have to be like hands on with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you already covered that uh, question, um, but is there anything you want to add to like any advice related to a kinesiology major? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing that because I my my undergrad degree is in kines. Um, I think the biggest thing that I learned that's helped me the most through my career from my undergrad was the actual anatomy. Um, it sounds funny, but like you, you know your anatomy, you know your kinesiology, you know your biomechanics, but do you really know it? And uh, anybody can quote where the perineal longus muscle is and what it does according to the textbook, but what does it do during the gait cycle? What does it do during a jump? What does it do during, you know what I mean? So you need to be able to kind of 
um, have that that understanding of how do I now implement like let's say somebody comes in they have weak glutes well that's great you can get a glute as strong as you want but if it doesn't fire when it's supposed to fire within a gate cycle or within a jumping or a cutting movement you just have a big weak dumb glute we yeah. want a smart glute um, so having to understand how to implement that stuff in is it takes you back down to your basic function of what is your anatomy what is your kinesiology what is your you know um, your movement patterns so just nerd out on that stuff like don't just get an A in anatomy no anatomy don't just get an A in kinesiology no kinesiology and then dig deeper than that because you're gonna get stuff that's not in the textbook you're gonna get you know a condition uh, a a an athlete that says when I do this my knee hurts or when I do this I feel like I'm losing power when I when I'm kicking right now or something like that and if you can let's examine that person look at their movement function you know look at their individual strength and then say okay I think this is where your weak link is then you can install your book smart stuff okay I know that I can do these three exercises that's going to facilitate the glutes specifically and I can do these three exercises but you got to get to the root of the problem because where they think their weakness is at might be might be the victim and not the actual problem so you might look at somebody has a weak glute and you're trying to fire the glute and it's just not firing then you got to be able to step back okay what would make it so that glute doesn't fire a really overactive hip flexor so now i'm going to work on the hip flexor and have the stretch hip flexors now go back to the glute and all of a sudden it fires better but you'd be surprised at how many people would just keep doing the glute exercises and never step back and think about what's happening to the anatomy, to the kinesiologist, messing with this glute. You know, they'll just keep doing the same thing. (laughs) You got to know in and out. Yep. And so for the last question I have for you today, um, so this is actually a really great question, but what do you enjoy most about the field, about like all that you're a professional in? you have a lot of certification, you have a lot of experience, like what do you, if you can break it down to probably one or two things, what is like the most uh, enjoyable thing you like? I think the the biggest thing that I really get just a day-to-day pleasure with is watching somebody get better. Um, especially when you're dealing with somebody that wants to go back to something that they love and they could be eight years old, they could be 80 years old. If you have an 80 year old that wants to play pickleball or tennis, and can't all of a sudden because of a shoulder pain or a weakness or maybe they fell and they're just not over their their issue and then you can get them back to doing what they they want to do like that's that's a huge reward to me to see them accomplish that and um i think that's that's the number one thing that i that i like the most because there's gonna be patients you don't really want to deal with there's personality conflicts there's there's uh, hidden motives hidden agendas you know and you got to look past that and you know that person might be there for a workers comp issue like when i was working at costco and i got a lot of workers comp some people make more money being on disability than they do going back to work so they're in no hurry but if we're not worried about getting back to work and you look at something else like hey how is this back pain affecting you at home well i can't pick up my kid ah okay let's get you back to picking up your kid i care less if you go back to work mm-hmm. right i want you to enjoy your kid you know what I mean? And for them to come in and say, man, I walked around Disneyland carrying my kid the whole time. Awesome. You know what I mean? Because you can see that that's exciting to them. Um, that's going to change your whole psychology about getting better. So I love that part. And I, and I think the second thing would be, I think there's so much that we don't know. Um, 
I deal with a lot of concussions, for example. 20 years ago, we thought we nailed it. Like we thought the research was out there. This is what you do with concussions. We realized 20 years later, we had no clue 20 years ago. And I think we're gonna find in 20 more years that we have no clue now. Um, the science is just, it's not shoddy, it's just young, you know what I mean? So to, to map the human brain, to, to see what individually happens in a concussion or in anything, any kind of injury, what happens to the brain, what happens in the central nervous system, um, we're just scratching the surface. And I think, um, I like, sounds weird, but playing with the central nervous system a little bit, somebody comes in, they've got super tight calves and hamstrings. Well, you can stretch them, but they're gonna be super tight still. You know, the people that come in, they go, I stretch my calves every day, why are they all tight? Well, then you have to look at, okay, well, what's making them tight? Is it really the activity they're doing or is it stress? Is it other things going on? And then how would you calm down that sympathetic tone to decrease the tension in their calves to therefore make that stretch actually work? And that's fun. You can, you can mess around with that. You can do simple things. You can put a piece of tape on them and it'll actually relax the central nervous system. You can massage, you can do instruments, you can do all these different things. And all of a sudden they go like, wow, my calf just opened up or my hamstring just opened up. And you're like, that's awesome. Like yeah. that's fun to geek out with. Cause then they walk out and like, I've had people walk out of my door and stop and my, my, my front of my clinic is a big old glass thing. So they'll literally get halfway across the parking lot and stop and like look back and look forward with a smile and like walk yeah. away. And it was just kind of like, that was that cool moment where yeah. I know number one, uh, from a business perspective, I know they're coming back. Mm-hmm. So that's money in my pocket, yeah. right? But from a satisfaction standpoint, um, they're getting better. They're, they want to come back. They're willing okay. to put their, put their faith in me. And nine times out of 10, they're gonna tell five or six friends and that's yeah. how my business survived. Yeah. So that's fun for me um, to see that that instant gratification on my part and their part and it changes how they and then also they come back and go dude I, I ran five miles the other day I didn't hurt and you're like awesome that's that's really cool and that's what they want to get back to wow yeah thank you for that uh so yeah I'm with uh Professor Gailey and uh we just uh can uh completed our uh my final project for Kinesiology 102 thank you for your time yeah no problem